education is becoming increasingly centralized, uh, the federal government taking over a much greater and unconstitutional role in education, um, it makes it, you know, much more difficult when you have much more centralization of curriculum and of, you know, what happens in schools. So you mentioned the teaching of collectivism, right, in our schools. And um, there's a couple of ways I could go with this. I guess let's start with, you know, there's a lot of things that people see as indoctrination going on in schools. From what you mentioned, the A is for activists, collectivism. You know, certainly in the news, people are very upset about uh, critical race theory being taught, etc. But on the same token, I'm with you that there's a lot of, quote unquote, freedom loving people who want maybe something on the other side, right? The, the, what was it? The 1789 project. Is that what it was called? 1776 project. Said, okay. The, yeah. I guess that would make the sense. Antidote to the 1619. And interestingly, the 1619 project, which of course was the New York times initiative that has an associated curriculum, uh, that's very anti-capitalist in, in embedded in the curriculum materials and in, and in the articles of that project as well. So yeah, I think it's really, you know, I'm all for a marketplace of ideas. I love that A is for Activist exists and books similar to that. And there are a whole host of them um, that are in, again, public libraries, public schools across the country. But there seems to be a dearth of um, resources for celebrating capitalism and celebrating individualism and uh, and individual liberty. Uh, and so that's what, you know, we wanted to do with this book. And I will say, you know, sort of the, the gold standard and the real leader in this area is certainly Connor Boyack and the Tuttle Twins oh, sure. book series that are just phenomenal. Um, so the more that we can offer parents who want to provide, you know, a different perspective, particularly if their children are in schools that are not in any way providing another perspective, then um, that we feel is a good thing. Yeah, we had we had Connor on back in 2020, I believe. I had, I had the the pleasure of meeting uh, Jen on his team who markets Tuttle Twins. Yeah. I, I went and spoke at uh, SPN in September down in Florida. Yeah. And so got to meet her and, and we have all those books, actually not all of them because they, they keep coming out with them. Um, but we, you know, those books are aimed and a lot of other, there's a lot of other resources out there, but like probably eight years old, nine, 10 and above, your book is certainly aimed at a younger, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a bedtime story book for what preschoolers, toddlers, is that kind of the age you have in mind for it? Well, I will say that Connor is uh, always expanding, you know, his uh, resources and he does have a series of board books now for Mm, younger children. So that's wonderful. Yeah, I would say, you know, certainly um, adults could read this book to children of all ages uh, and certainly they'd want to help them kind of understand the concepts because there's a lot of economics in there and there's a lot of, um, you know, talk about free markets. So I think they would want to be able to kind of guide their their children through that. Um, But in terms terms of, you know, reading level for children, yeah, I think we're looking at kind of the uh, maybe, you know, four to eight, four to nine range. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you know, back real quick to our, the discussion of the free marketplace of ideas in schools. Um, and, and certainly you're a homeschooling advocate, home education, self-education, unschooling, whatever you want to call it, uh, as, as we are. Do you feel that, for instance, A is for abundance? And there's A is for activist. 
Do you think books like that should be pushed by, uh, I'll call them authority figures, right? Teachers, government, whatever. You know, you have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, whatever, and a teacher is, they're impressionable, right? That, that's part of your programming. Do you think not only A's for Activists, but the 1619 Project, all that, does A for Abundance and as well as those have a place in schools or is it better kept as a parental free marketplace of ideas? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess my issue is with government-run schools more broadly. Um, <laughs> you know, I would right. love to see, you know, a completely privatized education market that sim- like we have in other areas of our lives. For example, we don't have government-run grocery stores and uh, eating and food are certainly basic needs. Uh, and we have food stamps and other sorts of um, voucher programs for people in need. And I, and I see the same, you know, process working with education. Uh, so that would be sort of be my, my kind of primary answer to that. And then let the private sector decide what kinds of books and materials they want in their schools. And then families will be able to choose from among that assortment. Um, to the extent that we have government run schools, you know, I mean, I think it would be ideal to say that we have a balance of ideas in these um, in these schools. Uh, but I think that, you know, to the extent there that these schools can really be uh, managed on the local level, which is less and less the case, education mm-hmm. is becoming increasingly centralized, uh, the federal government taking over a much greater and unconstitutional role in education. Um, it makes it, you know, much more difficult when you have much more centralization of curriculum and of, um, uh, you know, what happens in schools. And back to kind of the 1776 versus 1619 project, you know, I when when President then President Trump announced his 1776 project and mandatory patriotic education in uh, public schools across the country, I wrote an article for Fee that said, if you don't want a Biden 1619 commission, you should oppose Trump's 1776 commission. In both cases, they are unconstitutional. The federal government has no role in education. It should be a state and local issue. And at the local level, parents can infiltrate school boards and influence, you know, school policies and curriculum. And if their community thinks that A is for activists is the best book and there shouldn't be A is for abundance, fine. And on the flip side, um, that would work too. 